The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maaseyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have beracha b'kol mikol kol him and his entire family. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in the Neshmat of Rahman ben Esther. Ruach Hashem tenichin begin Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied for Ashdei Masarab Bat Rachel. Em narefanada, em narefanada, em narefanada. Na fatam nefesh v'taguf to attack Rabbi Yochanan Rasul Omar. Amen. We begin today's daf on Kuf Yud Gimel Amud Lishon, and we start on the second line. What's the reason why a Hereshet does not eat Teruma? Which means, if let's say Kohen is married to a Hereshet, normally the Kohen feeds his wife Teruma. However, if his wife is a Hereshet, the Gemara says she does not eat Rumah. How do you know that? Because we learned in our Mishnah here, Rabbi Yohanan bin Gudgoda, ala Hereshet shesia aviyah. In the case where, let's say, a Hereshet was married off by her father, she yotza'ah beget, which means she's able to get a get. What's the logic? Because her father marries her off, so that's already a Kedushin, the Oraita. So even, let's say, now she becomes... Well, let's say uh, her father's uh, dead now, right? And now the father cannot receive the get. It doesn't matter. She can receive her own get. So that was the deen of the Mishnah, that a chereshet can receive her own get. Look at Rashi. Al chereshet shesia aviha bekatnuta. Okay, married off when she was a ketana. She yotza beget vaafilu mishetagdil. Okay, even when she becomes a gedolah, let's say, ve'en aviha mekabel gita, and now the father cannot receive the get anymore, mekabel tohi. She receives it, the Yotzia, the Afagav, the Kedushia, Gemurin, Avuna, even though her Kedushin was a Kedushin, because the father married her off, the Girushia, Belodat. Now her Girushin is without that, because she's a Hereshet, Havegita. You know why it's a get? So since you can give a divorce to a lady, even against her will, so therefore you can even divorce a Hereshet. Good, that was the deen of the Mishnah. Now the next deen of the Mishnah was, Ve'al Ketana, Bat Yisrael, Ve'al Ketana was about Yisrael, Shinniset, Lekohen, Shochelet, Betruma. Now, ve'ilu hereshet lo achla, which means when it came to a hereshet, it didn't discuss her ability to eat teruma. It only discussed the ketana that eats teruma. Mashma that a ketana married to a kohen eats teruma, but a hereshet married to a kohen does not, because the Mishnah when it discussed the teruma aspect only discussed it by a ketana. So the Gemara wants to know why does a ketana eat teruma and a hereshet no? So the Gemara says like this, Gezerah Shem, well let's just read Rashi first, Val Ketana Bat Yisrael, Yetomah HaNiset Alpi Imah, let's say you have a Yetomah, my mother married her off, Ketana, Sheochelet Petrumah, Afalpi She'en Nisu'eha Nisu'in Gimurim, even though it's not a full marriage, it's only Midrabanan, Achla Petrumah Dirabanan, meaning she can eat Terumah Midrabanan, which means any terumah that's terumah d'rabanan, since her marriage is d'rabanan, she'll be able to eat terumah on that level. Okay, that's what the Gemara uh, said above. So now the Gemara says, but why can't a hereshet marry to a kohen? Even if you want to say, let's say their marriage is only d'rabanan, which it is because she's a hereshet, but still she should be able to eat terumah d'rabanan at least. So comes the Gemara and says, gezerah 
We're worried that what? That if you allow a Hereshet married to a Pikeach, so maybe a Hereshet married to a Heresh will uh, also eat. Now, obviously this cannot be the answer. Because if a Hereshet married to a Pikeach can eat, so then a Hereshet married to a Heresh can also eat, which is both are rabbinical marriages. So therefore, the Gemara is in the process of giving the answer. This is not the full answer. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? What's the problem of a Hereshet married to a Heresh to eat the Ruma? Let them eat. Not only let them eat, it's considered Katan Ochen de Velotu. We have a law that says a katan, a minor, is allowed to even eat meat from an animal that wasn't slaughtered properly. It's called a nevela, and Veti doesn't have to stop them. Even Isu de Oraita, a katan is able to, to eat. And therefore, what's the problem of a hereshet married to a hereshet? They should be able to even eat terumah de Oraita. Because why? They have a deal of a katan, because they don't have that. So therefore, the Gemara is back to this question. Don't tell me that a hereshet married to a pikeah can eat terumah midrabanan to a Hiresh, married to a Hereshit. In both cases, it should be permissible for them to eat even to Rumad or Haiti, because they have a din of a katan, which is law of a katan, is katan ochem, never not. And you don't stop them. So it comes to Gemara and says, no. Gezera sheme ya'achil Hiresh bepikahat. The concern is that the Kohen might be the Hiresh, might feed his wife, who is a pikahat. That a pikahat is an adult. She has sechel. Uh, she has intelligence, and therefore, since the marriage is only medrabanan, right? So we're concerned that why she might come to eat uh, teruma. She might come to eat teruma. So the Gemara says, "Veheresh pepikahat namelichul." Even in that case, she's able to eat betruma drabanan, which is at least she's able to eat teruma drabanan because her marriage is medrabanan. So she's able to eat teruma drabanan. So the Gemara says, "Gezera dilma ati leochlab betruma deoraita." Gezerah that the Heresh uh, married to the Pikahat might eat Terumah Deoraita. So now let's review. It's a sequence of Gezerot. Why it's forbidden for a Pikayach uh, Kohen married to a Heresh. That's the case we're looking for. That's the case of our Mishnah. A Pikayach Kohen married to a Heresh. That's rabbinical marriage. Right? So the Gemara says it's forbidden for that Heresh to eat even Terumah Derabanan. Why? Add to a case of Heresh married to a Hereshet. Oh, why is that case Asur? Add to a case of a Heresh that's married to a Pekahat. Pekhit. Oh, so the Gabbana says, and even that case, what do you mean? It should be Mutar Midrabanan. So you say, no, we're going to Osir it even Midrabanan because they might come to eat Midoraita. And the Heresh married to a Pekahat cannot eat Midoraita because the marriage is only Midrabanan. So therefore, look at the sequence again. Right, it's, 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 it's one step, two step, three step. That she actually asks a question on this, but I says, you're looking for a case of a pikeh mat to a hereshet, right? Why don't you just jump to the last case? We make a gizrah, pikeh to a hereshet, atu, a pikeh to a heresh. So he comes along and says, we wouldn't make a gizrah in those cases, because it's the reverse case. Nobody's going to confuse those two cases together. Which means nobody's going to confuse the case of a hereshet married to a pikeh to a heresh to a pikeh. It's reverse cases. So therefore, you have to make a gizera on something that's similar. So we have to go in sequence. The first sequence is like this. Hereshet to pikeah, atu a hereshet to a heresh. So in both cases, you have the hereshet factor. And then, the heresh married to a hereshet, atu a heresh married to a pikeah. So therefore, the gizera has at least uh, connectors. And therefore, let's just review one more time the gizera. A hereshet cannot eat terumah if her husband is a kohen. Now, from the law, she should be able to eat... 
Tirumad de Oraita. Why? Because she has a din of a katan. And katan is ochen, nevelot, and betin does not stop them. But what? The rabbis will say them, they cannot even eat tirumad. Atu Echadesh and was really the same case. And what? Atu really a Echadesh that's married to a pikhit. And the pikhit is a regular lady. She has laws. She's obligated the laws over there. So she would not be able to eat Midoraita Tiruma, because her marriage is only Midrabanan, but she would be able to eat Midrabanan. But what? The rabbis made a gizera, she can't even eat Midrabanan, after that she might come to eat Midoraita. And therefore, a chedesh cannot eat. But comes to Gabbadan says, Umaishira ketrad itla. Oh, next question. Umaishira ketrad itla ketubah, which means a ketana, when a ketana gets married, she gets a ketubah, there is a ketubah, if there is a divorce, Umaishira chedesh itla ketubah. Why, if a chedesh gets divorced, there is no ketubah. So the Gemara says, the imken mimne'e velo nasbila. Because no one's going to get married to her. Which is already a chereshet has a difficult time getting married. Now already, if they're going to say that she also gets a ketubah, so it's going to be another deterrent not to marry a chereshet. So therefore, uh, it's, uh, there is no ketubah. So comes the Gemara and says, <coughs> look at that she mimne'e velo nasbila, ava beketana lo mimne'e da'ata lechla da'a. Which means, even though a ketana is a ketubah, they're not going to refrain from marrying a ketana because she's eventually going to mature into a gedolah. She's going to end up having da'at. So the guy says, okay, one day she's going to be a regular girl with da'at. I'll marry her. You don't have to pay a ketubah. But a chadesha remains a chadesha forever. So therefore, you need an incentive for the guy to marry her. So therefore, there's no ketubah. So Kazakhman says, ve'ketana minanan di'it ketubah. How do you know that the ketana does get a ketubah? That now we have a mishnah. Hamimainet, right? That's a lady that makes a girl that makes a refusal to her husband when she's a ketana. Vashinia. That's somebody that marries a secondary, right? That's somebody that's Isudra Banan. The Ailonit, right? Ailonit is a girl, a lady that is not able to have children. So all these cases over here, En Lahen Ketubah. They do not receive a Ketubah. Aval Yotzah Beget. Now let's review. Why do these three ladies don't have a Ketubah? Well, the first lady is a Mima in it. She's the one that made the refusal. You only get a get when it's the husband that pushes the lady away. In this case, she's the one that Threw the husband away, so therefore there's no ketubah by mi'un. A shiniyah, because it's already in isur. And ailonit, also because it's considered mekah ta'ut. When the guy married her, he's married on condition that she could have children. Once he's found out to be an ailonit, she gets a uh, get, but there is no ketubah. So the mishnah continues, aval yotzah beget. Rashi says, what does it mean aval yotzah beget? So Rashi says, we make a diuk from this Mishnah. It says, The only reason why Ketana doesn't get a get a Ketubah because she made me un. that if he gave her a get, she would get the Ketubah. So therefore, we make a diuk from the Mishnah that a Ketana indeed gets a Ketubah. Again, what's the proof? From the diuk of Mima'inet. Only a Mima'inet, when it came from her, she doesn't get a ketubah. But if it came from him, if he gave the get, so therefore there is a ketubah. So comes the and says, Veketana, yesh la ketubah. So therefore you prove it that she gets a ketubah. So comes Vehereshet, mina landelet la ketubah. And go the other way. How do you know Vehereshet does not get a ketubah? So the Gemara says, Detanya, we have a braita. Heresh vishote. Okay, that's the men. Shinas u pikot. Okay, let's say they married regular intelligent uh, ladies. Let's take the Hadesh that married a Pikaha. Okay, that's a Kiddushin with Rabbanan. Even though let's say the Hadesh now became a Pikaha, or the Shote now became sane again, 
אין להם עליהם כלום. There is no claim. What does it mean no claim? Rashi, first wide line. De'en lahem da'at, ve'en tena'o harishon tena'i. Which means, even though, let's say, when they got married, their marriage was a marriage, but it was only a marriage, midrabanan. Now, even though when they became uh, smart now, let's say they got healed, doesn't matter. It goes according to the condition that they made at the time of the marriage. And since at the time of the marriage, there is no monetary for them, because they don't have da'at, therefore there is no ketubah for a chayresh married to a pikat. Even though he becomes a pikat at the end, doesn't matter. It goes according to the time that they got married. And since the time of the marriage, he has no da'at, therefore there's no monetary obligation. However, Ratsuna Kayiman, oh, but let's say they want to stay married after he became a pikayah, yesh lahem ketubah, which is now they have another bi'ah, now the second bi'ah that they have is going to be l'shem kedushim de'oraita, and now since it's a pikeya, then of course the ketubah can set in. Now we go the other way. Upikeya shenasa chereshet, the reverse. The pikeya married a chereshet oshota, afilu katav la me'amane. Even if let's say he wrote for her a hundred mane for a ketubah, ketubah ta kayemet. The ketubah is a ketubah. Now a hundred mane is an exorbitant amount for a ketubah. You only have to write a hundred zuz. He wrote a hundred maneh for a ketubah, which is like a uh, hundred times the amount that you have to write. So the Hadush is what? The Gemara says that the ketubah is a ketubah. Why? Because obviously this guy wants to lose his money. What does that imply to you? He really doesn't have to give any money. This guy wants to make a condition. He wants to give uh, this Hirish uh, all his money. Okay, the condition is a condition. So the Gemara makes it to you. It's only because he wanted. Enna, which means, but if he doesn't want, he doesn't have to. Which means, he only has to fulfill his condition because he said he's going to give all this money, but really it's not a deed of ketubah. So the Gemara said, what's the reason? Because otherwise no one's going to marry a chadeshet. Because if he has to pay ketubah, so then already he has no incentive. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, when it comes to a pikahat, right, that married a chadesh, what do we say? There is no... Uh, so the Gemara says, Litkan la ketubah. On the contrary, in that case over there, we should make a ketubah. Why? We want the pikat to marry the Hiresh. Right? On the other side, you have a pikat to a Hiresh. There's no ketubah in that case. Gemara says, why not? Use the same incentive factor. Now we want to have an incentive that the pikat will marry the Hiresh. What's the incentive she'll have? So now at least she'll get money, she'll get a ketubah. Just like you're saying what? That when it comes to the Hereshet, we say what? There's no Ketubah in order to give an incentive to the man to marry her. So we should say the incentive the other way. When the uh, man is a uh, Heresh, and the lady is a Pikat, we should say there is a Ketubah to get her to marry the uh, the man. So the Gemara says, a rule. Yoter Mesha'ish Rotzel Isha Isha which means more than the man wants to get married, which is more than the man wants to get married, the lady wants to. So you don't have to give her any incentives. And therefore, even without a ketubah, she will uh, want to get married. Comes to and gives a story. There was a certain Hadesh in the neighborhood of Rav Malkiyo. And Sebe Itita. Okay, so he married her off to a certain uh, lady. And he wrote in a Ketubah that he's going to give her 400 Zuz. Wow, what a smart man Rav Malkiyo is. 
He's a great man. Why? Kasabar, because he made a calculation like this. If this Hirish would want a servant to serve him, wouldn't he buy her for 400 Jews? So therefore, over you getting double benefit. Number one, you're getting uh, a servant, and you're also getting uh, a wife. Which the Gemara is telling us, even though it was not a mandatory ketubah, there's no obligation to give a ketubah, but Betin has the right as the arbitrator or the apotropos, the administrator of the money of the Hadesh, to allocate that funds to, uh, to the wife. So in this case, for example, the rabbi saw fit that maybe he wanted to get him uh, married. So he said, you know what? He'll put in the ketubah for it. Not midin ketubah. Midin that Betin has a right to do such a thing to get the Hadesh. Married. And yeah, you see what he says, he's a hachan, because the guy would have spent the money anyway. She says, this wants somebody to help him, right? He paid that money, so therefore might as well pay it for a wife, and you're getting uh, two for the price of one. Amar b'chiyabat asher, Amar shemuel, eshet cheresh. Oh, now we discuss like this. You have a, the wife of a cheresh. Let's get the case. It's a rabbinical marriage. She is married to a cheresh. Okay, so the deen of shemuel is, en chayavim alea asham talui. There is no deen of asham talui. What does that mean? They're married. Now, let's say some guy goes with her. Another guy goes with the uh, wife of a Hiddish. So the question is, does he, does he have to bring an Asham Talui? What is an Asham Talui? Asham Talui is when a person commits an Avon, Misafik. Right, Safik he did it, Safik he didn't do it, so it's a special Qurban. So Shimuel says there is no Asham Talui when it comes to going with a Eshet Hiddish. You have to assume what? That the marriage is considered nothing, and therefore there's no Asham Talui. Now she says, Which means, you see over here, it's not a Safik. Does the Hiddish have that or not that? Which means, it's not even a Safik. It's only rabbinical, for sure. Which means, it's not even a Safik. Maybe he has that. Because if you say, maybe he has that, the Hiddish. So the marriage might be the right. If the marriage is the right, then it's ancient ish the right. It has to be Hashem Talui. So Shimon comes over and says, it's not a safik. The Hiresh has zero da'at. Therefore, the marriage is the Rabbanan. Therefore, a guy goes with the ancient uh, Hiresh. There is no Hashem Talui. It's not a safik. So comes the Gabbana and says, Lema Messiah. Let's bring a proof to Shimuel. It says, Hamisha lo yitromu. There's five people over there that should not take Tiruma. The intarmu entrumatan tiruma. If they took the Tiruma, the Tiruma does not count. What are the five? Ve'eluin, Hiresh, Shoteh, Ve'katan, Ve'atorem et she'eno she'lo, somebody that takes Tiruma on somebody else's goods, Ve'ovet kochavim she'taram she'yisrael, or a goy that took Tiruma on Yisrael's produce, Afilu brishut Yisrael. Even if he got permission, En Tirumato Tiruma. Oh, so what do you see in this Mishnah over here? That the Hiresh, he does not have da'at. What's the proof? His tiruma is not considered safik tiruma. It's considered hulin. Which means even a zar can come along and eat it. Oh, so you see this is concurring with Shemuel's opinion. That a heresh has no da'at. Again, Shemuel's statement was what? He's not chayav if a guy goes with the ishit heresh. Not chayav in Hashem Talui. Meaning it's not a safik. Did he make an isur? Of course he made an isur. It's isur Rabbanan. But he didn't commit isur doraita. And to the extent we're going to say, well, maybe he, maybe he committed a safik issue, right? It's not even a safik. The Hiresh has no da'at conclusively. Oh, you know, we have a Mishnah to prove this. What's the Mishnah to prove this? Mishnah says over here that the Hiresh takes the Rumah, it's nothing. It's not even a safik. Because if he had, had da'at, you have to say maybe it's safik to Rumah. So comes the Gabbana and says, no, this is no proof for, the, for uh, Shemuel. Why? Who the Amar can be al Azar? 
Shemuel really holds like Rabbi Azar that says the Tanya Rabbi Yitzchak comes from Rabbi Azar. Terumat Cheresh lo tetzel lechodim. The Terumat Cheresh is not chodim, and therefore he says mepenesh shu sefik. Oh, really? Rabbi Azar holds that the Terumat Cheresh is really a sefik, and Shemuel holds like that. Oh, let's go back there. If Shemuel holds that the Terumat Cheresh takes a sefik, so therefore he should be hayayav when you go with Eshet Cheresh Hashem Talui. Because it's sefik if he has that or not. So the Gemara says, "Ish virak nekrabi azar asham talui namin hayev." He should be hayav and asham talui. So the Gemara says, "Ba'inan haticha mishte hatichot." A rule when it comes to an asham talui, the rule is like this, and they learn it from Pesukim. It's got to be you have to have two pieces in front of you. For example, one piece is shuman heter, one piece is hedef. Okay, you ate one of the pieces, you don't know which piece you ate. Did you eat the chedev or did you eat the shuman? That's a classic case of Hashem Talui. It's one of two pieces. That's when Shemuel holds that you have an Hashem Talui situation. However, in a case where it's only one piece, and you have a safik, it's a shuman or chedev, that's not an Hashem Talui situation. And therefore, in this case as well, in this case over here, you only have one lady. You only have the wife of the chedesh. That's not an Hashem Talui situation. Even though it's a Safek. And what's the proof of, that it's a Safek? Because he holds the Gabay Hanesh takes Tirumah, his Tirumah is a Safek. But the Gabay Hashem Talui, if you went with the Hanesh's wife, since it's just one lady, I mean, I'll give you an example. Let's say you had two ladies. Yeah, you had your wife in the room, or somebody had his wife in the room, and somebody else's wife in the room, right? And he went with one of the two, and doesn't know which one. So now we have an Hashem Talui because there's two wives. But here it's only one. So that's how we square off Shemuel's uh, Shita. So the Gabay says, hold it. You told me that he holds like Rabbi Al-Azhar in the sense that if the Hanesh takes the Rumah, so it's a Safiq. But you tell me, but Shemuel doesn't know, but he also holds that when it comes to Hashem Talu, you got to have two pieces. So the Gemara says, Umi Rabbi Al-Azhar hatikha mishteh hatikhot? But what do you mean? Rabbi Al-Azhar doesn't hold you need two hatikhot from Hashem Talu. Ve'atanya Rabbi Al-Azhar omer, koi. What's a koi? Koi is a type of animal that's a Safiq. You don't know if it's a behemah or if it's a hayah. Now, the halif of a behemah is a surah in the Torah. The halif of a hayah is the missile from the Torah. Now, this koi, you don't know what it is. So, Rabbi Al-Azhar says, koi, hayabim al-halbo asham talui. Also, you see what? If you ate the halif of a koi, you quite to the Rabbi Al-Azhar, asham talui, even though it's only one animal. Oh, but so, and if you tell me that Shemuel subscribes to Rabbi Al-Azhar, so the fish be hayab asham talui by the case of the, uh, the Hanesh, the, 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 the wife of the Hanesh. He holds like him in one case and argues with him in one case. Meaning, he holds like Rabbi Azar that what if a Hirish takes the Ruma, it's a Safik. But he argues on Rabbi Azar that Rabbi Azar says you have an Ashtabu even on one, and Rabbi Shemuel holds you have to have at least two. That's why if a Hirish took the Ruma, Safik to Ruma. However, if the guy went with the wife of the Hirish, since it's not considered a safik of two, it's only one lady. The safik is in the, the lady. So therefore, there's no asham talui. Some have it the reverse. This is the exact reverse. The Shemuel holds that indeed, hayav asham talui. Oh, what do you mean? We have a question. Because the bright that said what? That a hayresh takes to the mind, it's nothing. That's much that's not a safik. So the Gibraltar says, Sabana Krabil Azad. He must hold like Rabbi Azad that says it is a safik. And he also must hold like Rabbi Azad that says what? That Ashantal even applies to 
One, and therefore you have an Hashem telling you in that case. Ba'a, Rav Asher. Rav Asher, question. My Tamad, Rabbi Lazar. Now, what's the logic of Rabbi Lazar? Which means that he comes along and says that the, the lady over here, this um, wife of the Hanesh, uh, how does he classify? Which means, how does he look at a Hanesh? So the Gemara says like this. Mifshat Peshita, one side is to say like this. Again, we're looking at the analysis how Rabbi Al-Azhar looks at a Hirish. So he says, one side is to say like this. Mifshat Peshita, the Hirish, Da'ta Kirishtahu. Number one, it's clear he has weak Da'at. His intellect is weak. Umiyu, Misafka, you know what the Safek is? I Da'ta Siluta, I love Da'ta Siluta. Meaning, the majority of the wisdom of the Hirish is weak. Maybe as a drop of wisdom left over that is clear. Now, what does that mean? So that she explains. Look at that she. Kilishta. Daka. He has weak intellect. Kilomad da'atom mu'etet. She'in mihudad na'avin kish'abin adam. He doesn't have good understanding of everybody else. Umiyum besafkin i'data silutai. Otak sata da'at she has. I mean, the little da'at that he does have. In silutai. Is it clear? Meaning, and if he pays attention to something, meaning he knows what he's doing, at least a little. Oh no. He loved that. Which means like this. According to this first version, the Khadesh doesn't change. He is what he is. We're just analyzing what is he? Is he totally weak minded? Or does he have a little uh, wisdom? And well, that wisdom creates the safik. That's one side of the equation. Continue. But he's considered one brain, meaning he's not, he doesn't change. He is what he is. We just have a safik. What is he? Which means, is his little wisdom considered significant? What's the other side? Maybe like this. For sure, he has weak, uh, weak mind. Meaning, and on that side that he has a weak mind, his whole mind is weak, he has no intellect at all. However, the reason why we have a sefeq by a hadish is, um, he's, he's, he's dual. Sometimes he's all shoteh, but sometimes he's healed and he's smart. He can go either way. He's either all sometimes, or he's nothing all the times. So that's, that's also a sefeq. So there's two ways of analyzing the Hadesh. Either he's, he's one person. He doesn't change. So we just want to know, what is he? Is it just an all weak-minded? Or is it a weak-minded, but he has a little understanding? Right? That's what he is. Or no, he's two people. Sometimes, like uh, schizophrenic. I mean, sometimes he's all Hadesh, no wisdom. And sometimes he's Hadim. So the Gebarah says, which is, what's Nafka? Either way, it's a Safik. Who cares about the analysis of bottom line, it's a safik. What would be the nafkamina in how you uh, uh, categorize a hadish? So the Gemara says, Lehotzi ishto beget. That'd be a big nafkamina. Giving his wife a get. What's the two sides? Gemara speaks it out clearly. If you say he's the same guy, meaning his wisdom is what it is, which is just the way like he got into the marriage, he can get out of the marriage. It's on the same level. Which is, he got into the marriage as the Hanesh, whatever his da'at is. If his da'at can start totally, so that he can get out of it uh, with that. And if he has a little da'at, just the way he got in with a little da'at, he can get out of it, which is the same level. However, but if you say sometimes he's good and sometimes he's not, 
Kiddushé Matsi Mikadesh. Well, there's no problem. You can get a Kiddushin. Memalam Shek. You can get a Kiddushin in the good state, or you can get a Kiddushin in the Shote state. However, Girushé Lo Matsi Mikadesh, but I can get a divorce. Because on the side that he gave a Kiddushin when he was good, and now it becomes a. Uh, and now you have a safek if he's Hanesh. So how can he give a get over here? He gave the Kiddushin when he was Halim, now he's. Shoteh. So therefore, it's going to be enough coming now. So the Gemara says, my, meaning, how does the Mil Azar classify it? Tiku, the Gemara says the Tiku, which is indeed the Hanesh is a Safik. But what? How do you judge the Safik? That's already up to the two sides of it. Is enough coming out of the Can you give a, again, and then we have a Machloket in Shemuel himself. Are you subject to Asham Talui if you went with the wife of a Hanesh? And the question is, how do you look at the uh, Asham Talus. According to the first shita, the first shita says you only have Asham Talus when the Safik is in two people. And there's only one person. No, no, it's one person. The, the two, two minds still makes it one person. Or the second shita is what? That no, Shemuel holds his Asham Talus if he went with his wife because he holds it even Asham Talus even by Safik in one. Comes going and continues. The Shtatit, Amar Bitzchak. The Gemara now is going to discuss the Torah Shota. Devar Torah, from the Torah law, Shota Mitkareshit. Meaning you're allowed to give a get to a Shota. Why? Because just like a get is given by Al-Qurha, which is even though you have a, a, a sane lady, you can give the get to a sane lady against her. You don't need that for a get. So when I told you, you can give a get to a shota. Me, Ravi, a pikahat by Al-Qurha. Exactly. It's so different than a pikahat giving her a get against her will. Also, what's the reason why the rabbi said you can't give her a divorce? We don't want that uh, she's going to come now. She's going to get the divorce. Now she's going to roam around the streets. What's going to happen? Probably. People are going to go take, take advantage of her. They say, you know what? You can't give her a divorce, so at least she's protected by the husband. So the Gemara asks, what's the case? Meaning, if she's a shota, but she has enough wisdom to hold on to her get, and she has enough wisdom to protect herself, <laughs> why would they treat her like a kid? So that, that cannot be the case. It must be she's not able to, 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 to hold on. So the Gemara says she cannot hold on to her get. And she cannot protect herself. Even with Torah she wouldn't be able to give, get, get a Gerushin. Why? Because with Torah a lady has to be able at least to do one of two things. She has to be able to hold on to her get. And number one, she has to have enough wisdom not to come back to her husband's house. When the husband kicks her out, but again, she has to stay away. But if she doesn't have the wisdom, she keeps on coming back, so that's considered she doesn't have wisdom. So in this case over here, if she doesn't have to hold on to her get, or let's say uh, she doesn't have uh, the ability, she keeps on coming back, so it's been a Torah already. It's not, it's not a rabbinical thing, it's been a Torah. And what's the proof? You've got to give the get in her hand. Which means she has to have a hand to receive the get. Except, she doesn't even have to hold on to the get. So it's like this is the get. And furthermore, you have to send her out of your house. Right? Somebody that you send and doesn't come back. So we're back to the question. What's the case that the rabbis put in impose against a shota that she cannot be divorced? If you tell me she has wisdom to hold on to her get, so, uh, and protect herself, why not? Give her a get. If you tell me she has no wisdom to protect her get and protect herself, even in a Torah she cannot get a get. What's the case that in a Torah she gets a get, but the rabbis made a gizirah? Oh, she's able to hold on to her get, so in a Torah, 
She can get a get. However, but she cannot protect herself. The var Torah shotam mitkareshet. Why? The yodat neshwan gitak, but she cannot get a get. The Amur of Barama, the rabbis came along and said, "Lo lifkash to inegubah menagifker." Amar Abaye, daikanem. The Mishnah is meduyek like this. Diktani. What did it say in the Mishnah? Gabed dida. When it talked about the girl that's a shota, what did it say in the Mishnah? Nishtatit lo yotzi, meaning you cannot give a get to a shota. However, vegabedide, when the man is a shote, what did it say in the Mishnah? Lo yotzi olamit, which means it's conclusive, he cannot give a get at all. Now, why by the man use the word olamit? By the lady, by the girl, which is the man which is the right, he has to have that to give a get, so therefore it says if he's a shote lo yotzi olamit, olamit implies it's the oraita. Mashiach by the Shota, what is the Mishnah's language? No, you see, it doesn't say Olamit. Mashmawat, because Mina Torah really, you can give her a gift. It's just a Gezerah with Rabbanan, hence the Mishnah's Meduyekin on this Hiluk. That what? By the man, he has to have Da'at Mina Torah to give a gift. And then when the Mishnah says, if a man is a Shota, no, you say Olamit, he cannot give a gift conclusively, Mina Torah. But the Shota, her, it says, no, you see. Why no, you see only? Because really, in the Torah, you should be able to give a shota again. Because you don't need da'at for a get. That's what I mean. Some of the marriages that are not secure get in the Rabbanan. Anybody married to a shota, right? Shouldn't be able to give her a get? But in the Torah, why not? Even the pikah can give a get against the will. So, Kosh can you give a, a, a shota? Even both of them don't have da'at. Right? So now the hadush is, but what? It's still assumed in the Rabbanan. Comes again when I continue. Amar of Yohanan ben Nuri. Now, let's go back to the Mishnah. Just to get this uh, back and forth to Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri. The Gemara said like this. Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri had a question in the Mishnah. It's the second wide or third wide line of the Mishnah. On Kuf Yudbet, Amud Bet. He asked the question. Why by the lady that's a Hireshit? What's the deen? You can give her a get. However, when the man is a Hiresh, you can't give him a get. Which that was Yohanan bin Nuri's question. Okay? So the Gibara comes along and says like this. Rabbi Yohanan bin Nuri. I'm Rabbi Yohanan bin Nuri. Rabbi Yohanan bin Nuri. Ish peshitale. What was his question? Was his question on the man or the lady? Maybe. Maybe Ish peshitale was pashutim that a man who's a Hiresh cannot give a get because he has no. That. And what was his real question? The Isha Kamibayan. His real question was, what's the deen of a Hereshit? Or, Dilma Isha Pshitale. Or maybe it was Pashutim that what? That, that the Isha, meaning Hereshit, that what? You cannot uh, give a, uh, get to a, I'm sorry, you can give a get to a Hereshit. The Ish Kamibayan. His question was, can a Ish was a Hereshit give a get? Which means like this, Rabbi Yohanan, the way he asked the question is, what's the between Ish and Isha? That we don't know where he's asking from. What's Pashutim? Is Ish Pashutim or Isha Pashutim? So the Gemara says, well, from the way they answered him, you could see what he was asking. From the fact that they answered him like this, They told him, listen, you can't compare the way when a man gets divorced, to a lady getting divorced. Why? The lady, she can get divorced without da'at. That's why you 
to get the divorce. Vaish in a mutsiel but a man can only divorce with da'ab. Which means the first way they started to answer him was with ish. Which means they started to answer and they told him like this, Eno domeha isha begaresh. Which is much they were addressing his question. Which means, Tim was pasut that the isha can get a get. His question was, what about an ish? So they thought, nah, the ish, you can't compare. So therefore you see what the Gebarah says, Shma'amina, ish kame ba'yadeh. Good. To that the Gebarah says, Adrabah. On the contrary, read on in the Mishnah. Which means, if you go a couple of lines down in that Mishnah, the Gemara brought another case. What was the case of the Mishnah? The Gemara said like this, that there was a case of Rabbi Yohanan bin Gudgoda, he testified, on a Hedeshet, that the father married her off. Okay, so it's a regular Kiddushin Deoraita. And then what does it say? She beget. Which means, now let's say she became a gedola. Now the father cannot receive the get anymore. And still what does it say? You can give the get to the hadeshet. So what do you see? You see that a hadeshet can receive a get. Now from the fact that they brought that story to him, and, 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 and what the rabbis say at that testimony, you see? Just like a hadeshet in that story over there can receive the get. So every hadeshet can, can receive again. Which is, uh, the, 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 therefore they were answering his question, it sounds like on the Isha side. So the Gemara says further, Me'edut. Gemara says further, Adraba, on the contrary, which is they told, when they told the, the Buhanan, that this is a similar case, that what? Because they brought him a proof from a case of an Isha. So we have a student in the Mishnah. We cannot prove from the Mishnah what was the Biyohanan Benuri's quandary. Was he asking on the Ish? Or was he asking from the Isha? So the Gemara says, Biyohanan Benuri was not talking in his own question. He was questioning the opinion of the rabbis of the Mishnah. And the dialogue goes like this. Lididi, according to me, Rabbi Yohanan holds, Ki echi di ish lo matzim megaresh, isha na me lo megarsha. Which is, I hold, there's no difference, by the way. There's no difference between a man and a lady. Just like the man cannot give a get, the chadesh, the chadesh cannot receive a get. Ela lididhu, oh, but you rabbis, maishena isha, u maishena ish. He was asking a double question. What's between the man? Why the man? No. And the lady, yes. So they told him back, And then they brought him the story of Rabbi Yohanan bin Gudgoda that said what? That the lady also can, which means, according to Rabbi Yohanan bin Gudgoda, he had no suffix. He said there's no difference, not between an ish and not between an isha. Both cannot give a get or receive a get. Beautiful. Oh, but he's saying, according to me, I have no problem. But you rabbis, you make a haiduk. What's your haiduk? So the rabbis came along and said, there's a difference between an ish and isha, because the ish has to have da'at, but the isha does not have to have da'at. So therefore, that's why the ish cannot be given again. And then they brought the story of Rabbi Yohanan bin Gudgoda, that said what? He had a testimony that there was a haidesh that received a get, and you see the get is legitimate. Why? Because the lady can receive a get ba'al uh, so that's why the Gemara uh, squares it off. Comes the Gemara and continues. Ya'id Rabbi Yohanan. Now, what did Rabbi Yohanan say? Rabbi Yohanan said like this. Rabbi Yohanan holds like this. Yahweh Hadeshet. Her father married her off. Good. Now the... Uh, she becomes a Gedola. Now would we say the husband can give the Hadeshet to get? What's the logic? She doesn't have to have that. 
You don't need da'at to give a get. I mean, the receiver of the get does not have to have da'at. So from this testimony, the Gemara learns the law. What's the law? Amar Abba Mi'idu Toshlim Yohanan bin Gudgoda. From the testimony of Yohanan bin Gudgoda, that said a Hirishi can receive a get. Amar, he said like this. Amar Le'idim. Let's say a guy, a husband goes in front of two witnesses, he says like this. Re'u get ze she'ani noten. Gentlemen, I want you to look at this get that I'm about to give my wife. His wife wasn't in the room at the time. The Amala, then he goes to his wife and says, Can Sishtar Hovze? I want you to accept this promissory note. So she thinks she's accepting a promissory note. The deen is Areza Megureshet. You know why it's Megureshet? Because she doesn't have to know anything. What's the proof? Didn't he say you don't have to have that? Which means, just like in the case of the Hireshit, she don't know what she's getting. Right? She had no doubt. And what? She's Migunashit. So to a she thinks she's getting a promissory note. So what? Migunashit. Kemara says, Pshita. What do you mean? That's Pashut. Why would I think uh, otherwise? Which is, what do I need to be Haram and Gore to teach me this? It's, it's Pashut. The lady doesn't have to have doubt for a gift. She can be against Muslim Ba'an Kurha. What you needed to be Haram and Gore to learn this case over here? So comes Kemara and says, According to Rabbi Yohanan. Which means, according to Rabbi Yohanan, this case would be Pashut. Which means, so what do you need Ravat to come along and uh, teach it us? Which is really Pashut. I, I, I know this already from Rabbi Yohanan. So comes the Gabbana and says, Maudetema, and uh, the question is like this, Mida'amade kansishtar chovzeh. Maybe I would say, when she, he tells his uh, wife, yeah, take this promissory note, Batule batle. I would think that maybe he's nullifying the get. <laughs> if he really was nullifying the get, <laughs> he would have told the witnesses. <laughs> Which means like this. There's a in this case. It's not just a Bashut case. I would have told like this. The guy's saying, he shows the witnesses. Gentlemen, this is the get. Then he goes to his wife and says, uh, this is a promissory note. I would have said, hold it. He's giving a promissory note. Why didn't he say it's a get? I could argue and tell you, you know why he didn't say it's a get? Because he really wants to nullify the whole situation and if there's no get. No, he's not nullifying anything. So why didn't he tell her what it is? He's embarrassed. He doesn't want to tell her that he's divorcing her. And therefore, the Kibbutz is saying like this. From Rabbi Hanan bin Gudgoda's statement, I know this law. Now, hold it. All I know from Rabbi Hanan bin Gudgoda's law is that you can negarish a lady without that. How in the world can I deduce this? That Havamina, that I would have thought that he's been battled the uh, get, Kamashwan is not. The Bihamin didn't uh, discuss this, uh, this angle. Which I can learn the Da'at aspect, but now we're learning a new caveat in this case. So the Rishonim understand like this. Once Rabbi Haramin Goda tells us that a lady doesn't need Da'at for a get, so therefore it's fair for me to assume that once the guy showed the witnesses that it's a get, and then he went to his wife and said, this is a uh, promissory note. Once I know the Yohanan's rule, that she doesn't need to have that, even a Hireshet can receive again. So therefore it's pashut to me that he wasn't being the batil the get. 
which means I could learn that from uh, from his statement, which means once already Tamidat is not a, a factor, so therefore for sure I'm going to say he's not Mivatel, we're relying on the no Da'at factor, and therefore he's just embarrassed, and that's why he gave over the get. And that's the uh, bottom line of the uh, Sugah, that in the Chemin there's a difference between, according to Tarakama, between a Hereshit and a Hereshit. While a Hereshit can receive a get, because she doesn't have to have that, but a Hereshit, who's a man, must have that, therefore he cannot give a uh, get. Baruch Amen.